Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they did. This is their story. The story of the side quest. No, keep going. Just let it let it run for a couple minutes. You know what I mean. Welcome back to the SideQuest Podcast, everybody. My name is Luke. I'm BJ. And I'm Matt. How, how y'all boys doing? Good. What's a, what's, a, what's a pirate's favorite letter? R. See, you would think that, but the C be its first love. <laughs> you like that? I'm going to go home. <laughs> I think it's still R because they like to rape and pillage. Fair enough. He's not wrong, man. <laughs> How's your week been? I know, Matt, you got, you know... A little stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Had, like, MRIs, and then surgery consultations. So surgery is going to be probably this Thursday? So his available dates are, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'd like to do it this Thursday to get it over with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to wait for insurance. They have to, like, call insurance. It's that whole thing. And then if I get approved, then uh, then I can do it Thursday. But they said by Tuesday at least. Just let me just let me know when you need, possibly need that ride. Yeah, because I'm free both those days usually. Yeah, maybe we can you know hang out Thursday. I mean, then I'll have two weeks off. Oh yeah. So we can do some sweet hanging, maybe some let's plays. Yes. Gotta, Finally, we gotta get we gotta get a, a list. I know Hotline Miami seems to be like the the go to for sure. Yeah, I'd like to uh, we be a game other than, or like, a, I, I, you know, next. I don't want to be the next player. I'd like it to be something that you guys haven't played. Yeah. I like your idea to play Alien Isolation. That would be great for you. So, BJ and I, we've been watching some movies. Mm-hmm. We watched a fuckload of movies this week. How did you feel about them? I loved them. What movies did you see? Well, first we watched, uh, we did like two double features in a row. Nice. Uh, the first night it was, what did we start with? Alien. Yes, we started with Alien. And I was like, any of them. Neither have I. I haven't seen any oh. of the Alien movies. And, I've uh, played Alien Isolation, though. Oh, you have, dang. Yeah. Super good. Oh, it's a great game. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, like honestly, of, I now, I don't know if this is a hot take, but way more terrifying than Outlast. At least to me, because the idea, like Outlast, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Outlast Alien- is pretty linear too. Well, Alien Isolation is this thing is fucking chasing me, it, and, no, you can, and, and you can see it on your yeah. on your radar too. Yeah. So and then like the worst the worst feeling of tension I've ever had in a game is like hiding in a thing and you just see it walk past and you're yeah. just like like I'm playing it can't hear me uh-huh. the player but I just go on PC. Did you know that there's an option. Uh, for mic levels. Oh fuck, dude! It's crazy. oh that's worse. <laughs> yeah, so you have to like 
actually you, be fucking quiet. Yeah, dude, it's wild. Oh, I love games that like oh, let, have oh, an extra dimension of that kind oh, of stuff. A let's play of that would be the worst because I just know like I'll be playing it quiet as fuck. One of y'all will just be like, "He's right he's here! He's, he's, right, he's here! <laughs> Get him! He's at the fucking thing!" And then it turns around. Just you just see like a. <laughs> you're like, oh fuck! I that, that game is legitimately one of the best horror. I haven't beat it, but I played like halfway through. I I didn't I didn't beat it, but I it, I I fucking love it. Dude, I, well, all the horror games. That's that crazy one. that you haven't seen. I mean, it's just it growing at up. At least I mean, the I, first one, because the first one, I mean, that one it came two years after Star Wars, which is, I mean, rewatching it, I hadn't seen it probably for like three years, and it is like. It looks way better than Star Wars. <laughs> it's so this like the visual I mean, yes, effects. Are Star Wars incredible. paved the way for like most of these movies because they had to kind of create what what people use for visual effects, and then like, but like two said, years, and Alien just does some things that Star Wars like. The set designs are exponentially better, mm. and the the way that they did their practical effects. It's just like there's no way you could extrapolate Star Wars to that in just two years. It was also fun, like connecting the dots, like showing them the Wayland Enterprises on like boxes and stuff to connect Blade Runner and Alien. It happens a hundred years after, around. Yeah, so. and there there is a replicant in the movie. Oh, for real? Which I was shit. like, oh shit, he's the Wait, he's so the they're fucking in the guy. same universe. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. Ridley Scott. The uh, when oh, they yeah, turn on the ship, the the interface is the same as the cars. Nice. Yeah. It's, I mean, all just like the the technol like the aesthetic of the technology there is just top tier. All, all the only thing I know about the Alien movies is that like they start off pretty like, like kind of like, not ground level horror, but like believable. Like, oh, it's an alien, and there's an alien queen, I think, and they start getting fucking weird with it, where they're like eldritch horror beasts and like. You have the, the white ones, which are like these crazy not as, ancient aliens. It's and, not as crazy. Well, which one of Prometheus you, was decided to be like? So they're actually Prometheus is a really good prequel that literally just like adds a science and backstory to everything. To even though it didn't need it, well, yes and no, because like after you've had like, I mean, at that point you have Alien, Aliens, and Alien, Alien 3, Three, Resurrection, AVP, AVP Two. So that's five. And then you do well. In, oh, sorry, that's six. Yeah, and then you have Prometheus, and then at the last one was Alien Covenant. But when you have like all of those, and then they were like, let's and add a good backstory with like explaining stuff, and it's really well done. I mean, it's a little out there because you're dealing with like alien viruses it's and like, like alien, stuff. It, 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 oh, they, they're because I watched a video where it was like some hyper nerd explaining every single variant of an alien and I was like I don't fucking know what any of these are and he's explaining all of them and he gets to the ones that are in Prometheus or explaining Prometheus and they're like these are basically gods and I'm like fucking when did we get deities and like almost eldritch beasts or whatever the fuck so I mean I guess I can explain because I mean it would depend on what the host is right so the depending so there's the the face huggers because I know the, the it depends on what they attached to because then it, it uses their DNA and in like in you know what is it like incubates inside mm. of them then that it's a different variant of alien because there's the AVP like predator alien which is like legitimately like oh it's an alien but with all of the like skills all the strengths and of the shit predator, of a predator yeah. and you're like oh fuck <laughs> so in Prometheus the uh, the alien that you see in the first one in the ship those are called like the engineers 
uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Oh, so did you watch all of the Alien movies? No, just the oh, first yeah. one. So Engineers, they were like, you know, like an old alien race that were like, in the end, they're dying off, uh, essentially. And their whole thing was they just like brought life to planets and started it. So they have this this space goo that, that like creates life, essentially. And then through that... They got some like bad, something bad happens, and yeah. then that's how the aliens are are come around, and they're the perfect life form of like, you know, taking over hosts, and they're like so. Yeah. The, so they created the aliens. Yes, okay. or or, or they the like Xenomorph, discovered yeah, like, something uh, bad. I was gonna say like what, what was the because I'm assuming was the face hugger first, and then it evolved into like the xenomorph and the xenomorph queen. Well, and what happens is there's an egg. And then the face hugger comes out of the well, egg. I know, I know, like the the egg is a thing, but I mean, like, what what was the I guess Prometheus lore, which everyone was like, but this is what came first, and it led to the fucking because yeah. the the one that I I've seen is like the white variant of a fucking xenomorph, and it's like super fast and fucking like the craziest shit, and it's like I don't know, like that's what I've seen, and I don't know if that's comic lore. That's, or I some think shit. it's from Covenant, the newest okay. one. Um, I didn't see that one either. They're, they're, I, heard... I really like. Other than the only one I don't like, I mean, didn't AVPs I... are okay. But well, they're AVPs like are like super tr- they're, tropey. They're, I was gonna say they're like tropey, like action horror. Yeah, almost. Take, like it's. I mean, it's just like Freddy versus God, Jason. Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, it's you're taking the... two franchises and you're like, let's put them together. It's it's literally the it's it's like the someone had enough money to be like. So like, uh, this is my my fan film of what if Naruto uh, fought Luffy in yeah, uh, th- yeah, but like, they, so they're canon. other than AVPs, the <laughs> yeah. two of them, Resurrection's my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it it has a re- it was like we need to make another one, so let's do it. And it was a Hollywood like and, alien movie. Let's go. Yeah, even though the third uh, Alien Three like was like it. This is the end of that. Is. Is it all Ripley through the three, or is it she's just in the first one? No, it is. Even okay. in Resurrection, which was oh, she's in Resurrection. Was that the point? She was okay. Fucking of course. And and here, I mean, I'll just spoil. I was didn't tell Juju, but I'll just spoil it here on the pod. She's she's dead. Mm-hmm. They resurrect her, and then she becomes the queen uh, xenomorph. <laughs> It's so wild. By the end of the movie, did you say this really was the aliens we resurrected along the way? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> Some so fucking weird. bullshit. So that was the first movie we watched. Um, nice. What was the second? Oh, it was Shanghai Noon, right? No, it was um, the sad one. Oh, Goodwill Hunting. Mm. Yeah, you finally got him to sit down and watch. No, it. he he said I've it. Been I was begging like, to watch it. Well, yeah, oh, you've okay. been begging, and you know me. I well, I forget. Take I forget over movie time. Well, I forget which one because there was a movie we were talking about that you were like, "Oh, I don't want to watch that. I'm going to break down and cry." Was that it? Was Good oh, Will it was Goodwill Hunting? For was sure. Good Hunting the Ron Williams? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you uh yeah, sat like it real got me, ugly cry? It got me a couple times. Was, I wasn't well, ugly crying, okay. but did did you out out loud like? <laughs> like I was <laughs> shedding some tears for sure. We, I, yeah, I mean, both of us were that that scene like it's not your fault. And he's like, I know, I know, it's not my fault. Don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me, Sean. Not you. Oh yeah, it was it was Great rough, movie. but it was amazing. That even the part where where Ben Affleck's like, all I wish every day is for me to come up to your house, knock on your door, and you not come to work. And I was like, oh! He's like, I'll be here for 30 years. You have the lottery. If you're here in the next 20 years, I'll fucking kill you. And that's not a threat. That's a promise. 
Was that the start of Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck's like f- friendship through Hollywood, where they're like always in each other? Probably movies? they were both really young. Because they they've anytime one of them's in a movie, like I think they try to get a cameo or like if they're not in the movie together, it's like you got to be somewhere in this fucking movie. Yeah. Or they'll direct it. Like I think Ben Affleck directed that uh, the Air Jordan movie, but it's uh, Matt, Damon. Matt Damon's the star, or other way around, one of the two. Because Ben Affleck has like a directing like studio now. Well, yeah, I think his his big big hit was um, was Argo. Mm. You ever see that one? I have not, mm-hmm. but I've heard great things. Stressful about it. as hell. Yeah. It's all ba- like I mean, obviously it's it's one of those based off a of true thing, but I mean for the most part, like everything because it's very historically documented. So it takes place in. I I, I don't want to butcher this for you know podcast, but it's um it's I think it might be Egypt or another. Oh, I'm so sorry. What's Walgreens? Fuck off. Um, my meds are ready. Um, it uh, it's, I thought you it, were just gonna it's throw like it a, across the room. A Middle, a Middle Eastern country. Um, it might be Egypt or Syria or Iran. Um, but there's this whole thing about them having a U.S. embassy there, and some shit goes down, and. Everyone's mad at the at the American government, really mad. So then, like everybody in the embassy is like trying to get out, and there's these like five individuals that are like stuck there while everyone wants to like kill them. And uh, then this like CIA guy is like, "How are we gonna get them out?" And he's like, "I know this guy; he can get anybody out of anywhere." And uh, their whole thing is they pretend to shoot a movie there and that they're make oh them yeah I remember seeing trailers for that make them like look like they're movie stars to get them out and it's very stressful and at the very end they're on a commercial flight to the like you know not to the US but out yeah. of the country and you know there's like literal guys you know like people from the military are there like at like on the, the airstrip with guns like trying to stop this plane and they you know they finally take off and you're like oh my god they made it but it's all based off of a true story and it's really wild that the CIA was like doing that so it's crazy CIA I, I do some crazy stuff I heard a story about during like I think it was the Cold War where they they had the idea to drop um, condoms over Russia the Soviet Union and the condoms were going to be like this big and on them say medium <laughs> just to, to fuck with them and be like oh my gosh Americans have such massive cocks <laughs> I, uh, really god I'd, I'd love to I be on Operation Condom you know what I mean where the Nazis built this whole like air base out of wood to make the allies think that oh there's an air base here mm-hmm. like that should be one of our focuses and uh, the allies knew the whole time they were just building it out of wood mm-hmm. so there's all these like wooden planes and wooden tanks and all this stuff and then uh, right after they finish it the allies dropped a wooden bomb on it <laughs> just like stuck in the dirt that's so funny because I've heard like stories about Ukraine where they're like Ukrainians are building wooden like um things you know like wooden tanks they even have like inflatable tanks or like you know like 
uh, air-to-air missile <laughs> stuff, like just to. That's some MGS five shit, dude. Yeah, and then there's like a video of like it's like Russian propaganda. They're like, look at us take down this like this mobile like you know anti-air like missile system, and then you see it and it just splinters. There's no explosion, even though like if you blew up missiles, boom, no, it just falls apart in wood. <laughs> Love that. But uh, so we yeah, Goodwill Hunting was top tier. I mean, that's like I think on IMDb's top two fifties, like number eight or something. I can see it. It was incredible, stacked it, cast, great acting. It um, it's one of those things where I forgot Scarsgard was in it, and then yeah, I was like I, Andor. I didn't know about that, and then he starts giving this lecture, and then Matt goes, "I, I fight for a sunrise I'll never see." <laughs> in his math class. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Calm down. You should be like, what the fuck? What is the Republic? I don't get it. <laughs> but, uh, yes, Jack cast it, it, uh... It's one of those movies when you go back and watch, you're just like, damn, Robin Williams. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. It, like, it made me, every time he did that, like... It's, so- a, it's a sad smile that oh, he does. It, it, bri- it broke my heart just seeing him doing that, like, that soft smile that he has. It just, that bushy beard. Ugh. Yeah. I saw that 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 Ocarina of Time 3D commercial that he did with his daughter. Yeah, with his Zelda. Daughter, his daughter Zelda, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I watch, I'm watching, I'm like, fuck, man, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, out of all the Hollywood actors, his death hit like honestly the hardest. Like I, one of my Dude, favorite. I trade. I trade. <laughs> I trade tape arms. I trade. <laughs> Get rid of fucking get rid of Mineta. Tokiomi can stay. Tail uh, guy's gotta go. <laughs> Fuck it. Uraka. <laughs> I love I love the the bargaining part of that grief where he's like I hope I hope this this bit lasts for I think <laughs> Fuck it. I'll take <laughs> Every every anime we watch that has like a war arc. No, fuck. Uh, get rid of these three. I want him to stay alive. Fuck this whole cast, dude. I I will. He, say get, he gets to the war arc and the, Naruto is like, no, all these guys gotta go. I swear to God. Like, there's moments in your life, you know, like, like you know, there's like for smells are are, are really you know help you remember like vividly memories for me like the smell of oranges like really for me is like Christmas Day. We'd always have fresh squeezed orange juice. But like, there's there's moments that you think back to, and you it's you can really like feel the excitement, or you feel the emotion again and again. When Mirio came back, <laughs> is on that list. Oh my gosh, I I it's that's the first time I've ever heard Matt yell at a screen. It was so not when Joel died. It, it was Vin. It was well, like it was different, a, a different scream. Yeah, because it it, it like. Echoed through the house there, when there, Mirio came back. I could see the vindication in BJ's eyes because the whole night was him just being like, getting berated. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, you worthless cunt. <laughs> fuck you, BJ. Uh, you know, it was it was the hug was so... afterward was so good. He's like, I'm so sorry. I, I am <laughs> sorry. You didn't deserve this. <laughs> I'm the problem, not you. Still, my I still love just see the cape. Me and BJ. No reaction. We're like, what the fuck? Light work, no reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt's just sitting there like, who's Cape? Who's Cape? Like, what? The par- apparently I'm supposed to know who that is. And it isn't until the floor you just go, okay. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> oh, so good. Then, the other night, we watched another double feature. Um, that one was Crazy Stupid Love first, which blew my fucking mind. I also have not seen that either. I did not expect it to be as incredible as it was. 
I was like, oh, it's just a rom-com. And then I get into it. It's like, oh, Steve Carell's here. Oh, it's a Steve Carell one? Yeah. Oh, let's go. And his best friend in that movie is Ryan Gosling. Oh, let's fucking go. Who falls in love with Emma Stone. So La La Land prequel? Essentially, yeah. yeah. But it was, it was so fucking good. And there were plot threads that all came together that I did not see coming from a mile away. It, was, it made me really happy when the moment they all cut and he's like, his jaw was like, oh my god. Oh wait, was that the one where uh, the it's the wait? Okay, it's Steve Carell's the dad of of Emma Stone. Yeah, but you don't Ryan, know that. And Ryan Gosling is like his friend, then he's dating the daughter. Well, Ryan Gosling is like, like a hardcore. He's like, a fuckboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and teaches Steve Carell to try to get his life back together after his wife sleeps with a coworker. Uh, what's his name? Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kevin Bacon. <laughs> His name is like David Hofstetter or something. But you're like this. Kevin but we Bacon. kept making the joke is like his name is David Hofstetter in canon, but he keeps saying I'm Kevin Bacon. Hey, I'm here. I'm Kevin Bacon. I'm Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Goodbye, David Hofstetter. I'm Kevin Bacon. <laughs> that that was his bit. The the wife thought that was so charming. That's why she was like, Oh my gosh. She's like, Why do you call yourself Kevin Bacon? Uh, that's so weird. So oh, fuck. Can you you wanna fuck? <laughs> but and then he that- like pretty much teaches him how to like seduce women oh oh, and then the first person that he has sex with after his wife is this like this person he's really honest he's like i have two two kids my wife you know cheated on me i blah 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 blah. like i'm really insecure and she's like i love the honesty and then he has to go to a pta meeting and it turns (laughs) out to have been his son's english teacher (laughs) and she's like and because they have like the son earlier Oh my gosh! There's so many threads. The son earlier is need, in love with the baby, his their babysitter, but the who's ba- in love with Steve Carell? But the babysitter's in love with Steve Carell. Jesus! And who's who like takes like nudie pictures of herself and is gonna give them to Steve Carell? And she but, puts him in this envelope with his name on it, Cal. Yeah. And so, and and yeah, it just all goes wild. And the, the, when it all comes together, is is it's um, somebody's birthday party. It's it's not a birthday party. It's uh, he sets up that mini golf course. He's gonna try to get his wife back. Yes, and then uh, they're, you know, I think that's the, the earlier... scene that I've seen is Ryan Gosling showing up and he's like, "Dad, this is my." I was like, "No, you can't. What, you can't what, see what yeah. is Ryan so, Gosling's na- like?" Uh... Ryan Gosling. No, I meant his... Kevin Bacon. Uh, <laughs> he's Kevin also Baker. Kevin Bacon. I'm also Kevin Bacon. <laughs> but, Ryan uh... Gosling doing a Kevin Bacon impression. <laughs> but it's um the. The oldest daughter's name is Hannah, mm-hmm. but they call her Nana because it's like banana. And yeah, banana. Uh, earlier in the movie, the wife is asking Cal, she's like, how's Nana? And he's like, you know, she worries about us. <laughs> and to me, that's like, okay, grandma's worried. Maybe she doesn't know about the whole diverse thing. And then they get to the house and it turns out that Ryan Gosling has fallen in love with her and she's his daughter. So they come in the door and they're like, oh, hey, Nana. Cal. That's, you know, Cal is the Steve Carell. Mm. Yeah. And then um, the camera pans over, and you see her and him. And it's like, Cal, what are you doing here? They, like, like, lock eyes, and he's like, what, what is this? What's going on here? No, no, break up with him right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the, the babysitter's dad finds the naked pictures and drives like, over to their house. While the, the babysitter is, like, driving after him, running red lights, almost getting an accident. He shows up, and he's like, you pervert. Punches punch Steve Carell. And then Kevin Bacon shows up to, like, visit the wife. And he's like, uh, oh, hey, what, what's going on here? Lindhagen. Lindhagen. And then uh, Ryan Gosling is like, are you David Lindhagen? 
And he was like, yeah. And then Ryan Gosling just clocks him across the <laughs> he face. Said, Do you know how much pain you've got, my friend? <laughs> and right after Cal... Uh, like, like he's telling him to break up. And yeah, like, and then the, the dad of the babysitter punches Cal. It's such a chaotic... I, I gotta see this movie. It's, it's so good. It's the best rom-com ever. I totally agree. It, yeah. And then we watch Shanghai Noon. Which I don't know what that is. It's uh, Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's incredible. Fuck yeah. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Jackie Chan is like an imperial guard for the Chinese dynasty or whatever it's called. And he has to go to America to rescue this princess that's been like kidnapped and taken there. And he meets up with Owen Wilson, who is a train robbing cowboy that sucks at his job. And <laughs> uh, all this a hundred. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Chan saves this little Indian girl from this enemy tribe. And then he like ends up marrying this other Indian girl. And like he gets this horse. It's a weird horse. And he and the white and now yeah now he's married to like a Native American girl and and she's like traveling with him yeah and he can speak Chinese and limited English so he has no way to communicate with these people but uh, every time they get into a bind the the Indian wife comes in and saves the day and then so uh, she's the competent one of the group everybody else is oh, fucking, she's a badass yeah <laughs> every, every other character is this fucking Owen Wilson she pulls off like the Ezio moment during like the hanging yeah we're like Hell yeah. they're about to be hung and she like stops it all like shoots the you know the, the shoots the rope yeah yeah it's oh, awesome fuck yeah and their horse was tied to the funeral wagon so she like gives it a command to like go in there and catch them it was awesome and Owen Wilson has some of the funniest moments he's ever had in this movie because he's such an incompetent idiot of a cowboy. He's in a shoot-off, and he doesn't have his own guns, and he's, like, shooting up at the ceiling and all this shit, and the guy's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, I don't know. These guns are weird. <laughs> it's such a... I mean, that was the funniest moment. Of, it's just it's like, these guns are weird. <laughs> and then he... Uh, he like has one bullet left and the other guy has like a billion bullets and but he like, tells me right, only we'll has have one. one bullet left and, and he drops some empty shells and like reloads both of his guns <laughs> and he shoots them yeah and then at the end Owen Wilson like you could, he's wearing like monk robes because they're trying to disguise and they're just riddled with holes and he goes I'm invincible <laughs> I'm invincible and then he there's like four guys a firing squad outside and he's like it's okay I can take him out I'm invincible <laughs> There's my as a kid, my favorite line was this. So they're in a jail cell, and they uh, shirt Chan's, bin bar. Yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan has is pissing on his shirt, and he has like a, a wooden like chair leg, and he puts it around the thing, and he's like, "What? What shirt don't break?" And Owen's like, "What are you talking about, man? You know?" And so then he wraps it around the the jail cell bars and starts twisting it to bend them in. And he goes. You told me uh, wet shirt don't break, not pissed shirt break bar or bend bar. <laughs> it's uh, it's really good. There's a sequel that's also really good called Shanghai Nights. I that is like I think up in the yeah. I I definitely want to see that one next. Yeah. And then yesterday was it? Yes. We went to see Barbie. Nice. Oh, sorry. Sunday. Sunday. Yes. And it was amazing. It was. I thought I wasn't going to like it. And there's obviously, like, things that I didn't like about it. But at the end, I was like, I liked it. Uh, at the end, especially with, like, how immediately Ken's the problem. Yeah. And all, so are every single, like, male. And I was like, come on. 
But then they gave Ken a really good arc of like. Well, when you think about it, in the Barbie Land society, that sounds so fucking stupid saying that. <laughs> but like, these the Kins are not being like recognized at all whatsoever. Yeah. So obviously, if they get a shred of power, they're gonna go the complete opposite way and take everything over. And then at the end, they end at a good middle ground where it's like, oh, maybe we're just all wanting the same things. Maybe we all want to be seen as people. And yeah. it was... All, all I all I know about the Barbie movie is that Ryan Gosling steals the fucking show, apparently. To the point where there were, there were people on Twitter just being like, you're really going to let the Barbie movie... Like, like, the fact that so far, it's like, Ryan Gosling is in talks to possibly, like, be awarded the best, like, supporting actor role, and shit like that. Deserved. And, and people are like, damn, this Barbie movie's gonna come out, and the and the, the, the lead male actor's gonna get all the attention about it. And I'm like, look, bro, he's just kin. He, he's both. Dude, the, the musical number with all the kins fucking slapped it so does. hard. I, I ordered that hoodie out there. Before I'm, we even left I'm, the I'm, oh, both of us ordered pre-ordered the hoodie. Like the I'm Kenuff or Kenuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the fluffy one that Mattel's making. It comes making. some time in October, which is going to be perfect. They said uh, it would ship on or before the tenth, October tenth. Yeah. So if we want to do Ken Halloween party, there you go. Yeah, it was dope. Loved it. Set design was crazy cool too. Yeah, it, everything looked like it was made of like a plastic like an overgrown toy it was nice. awesome like they even do the thing where you know like barbie sits in her car and the car is not to scale i mean like in a toy the, the car's not to scale to barbie yeah it's way smaller and, and there it's little car little trash cans that are i love like, the tall. the little gear shifter in the like on the steering wheel of the car is just one little like peg sticking out that was such a nice little cute detail I love the little journey between Barbie Land and the real world, too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I need, I need to see this movie. Now, next is Oppenheimer. I hope that I can find somewhere that's still playing it in IMAX. Well, everyone's playing it in IMAX, but it's the... If you want to see it in, like, the IMAX 77, whatever. I have to go to Regal. Regal. Yeah, Regal's the only one Opry. around us. That's the, Yeah, that's the only one showing it in that version. But you can see it in IMAX, any place that has an IMAX theater. So the Cool Springs is showing it there. You got two weeks off. Let's go check it out. I'd be down. Yeah. We Spend the day at Opry. I'm, I'm, I'm also setting a goal during this two weeks off. Finish Berserk. It won't be difficult, but, you know, when I get off work and it's 93 degrees outside. You just, just sit in, in, in the air condition. I just don't, I just don't want to, I just want to do what I want and, <laughs> and not just, you know. Speaking of just doing what you want, I have not played a single second more of Final Fantasy 16. I've been playing a lot of Judgment. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah, he has. The one that you haven't played? Yeah. So yeah, he, he the, sent me... The Yakuza spinoff. He While sent you me guys a, talk about that, I'm gonna go take a pee. Go ahead. I was gonna say to, to the audience, BJ sends me... I was asleep, and like I woke up to like use the bathroom, and I get like a Snapchat. Perfect timing, by the way. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I hit it, and then it's just like, all right, full disclosure... I have not been playing Final Fantasy. I know I should be, and I feel bad about it. But holy shit, Judgment is sick! And I'm like, and like part, I, it was like it, for like a split second, I was like, it was either dude, fucking finish Final Fantasy, but then like what went out the end was, fucking Judgment's pretty rad, isn't it? Yeah, it because I texted him the moment that, and spoiler alert for Judgment, a character 
dies. And, and they, is stuffed in a closet. They put him in Yagami's detective agency closet, and he finds him by calling his phone and opens the closet, and his body falls out. With his eyes gouged out. Which is the, uh... The mo of the mole. So I the mole is so good. Dude. I paused the cutscene and I texted Luke and I was like, "This game fucking rules." <laughs> I because you had texted me with that and then um I I what chapter are you on? Five or six. Okay, so yeah, there's twelve. So you're about halfway then, roughly. So it but it's like one of those things where some chapters are abnormally longer. Long, and well, I played one like, chapter that was like extremely short. Yeah, judgment and like I will say this: the side the side content in judgment is not nearly as uh. Like I've distracting as like yeah, a Yakuza game. I like the way that they pace out the sub stories too, because every time I see one, I'll just go and do it, and it's not like. Have you? So it's not a. It's not really a good romance thing, but you can technically date. In judgment, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. You have to do a side a side case, and once you finish the girl's you side quest. Snacks or something. Yes, grandma. No, mom. Uh, once you finish the side the side case for her, it'll unlock their like, oh, you can date them, which means you... I want to date that hot emo bitch from the office. Sadly, that's not your that's not your bitch. Fuck. That is, uh, I don't, I'm not going to spoil it, but there is a, actually a cute little thing where you're like, oh, that's nice. But, uh, no, the I think the girlfriends in Judgment are... The 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 musician girl you meet you meet in one side quest a fortune teller, uh, fucking some other girl who who is targeted by, what's their name? It's like the lewd triad or some shit where you have the panty sniffer the, oh the, yeah, yeah the what the, the lewd I, triad yeah yeah it's a whole fucking it's like side these quest. it's like this uh, three person bracket of perverts. Oh, guy, I thought it was like a, a a Chinese gang that were all just lewd. No, it will- no. There's uh, the panty snatcher who uses a drone to steal people's panties. There's this one guy called Ass Ketchum <laughs> who will grab your ass and then run away. And, and he is fast. He is fast. That part actually, they they did something with the last Steam update where um, you have to change your version of Proton to uh, play Judgment and the later mm-hmm. Yakuza games because just playing it on the like standard proton that's out right now will cause a bunch of freezes mm. and i kept trying to catch ass catch him and you jump over that wall in little chinatown and uh the game would freeze and crash every single Damn. time and i was switching different versions of proton and i was getting really fucking pissed off and discouraged and then i finally looked it up and somebody was like just use this version it runs perfectly and i did and now it's it's going well and i'm happy about it again but um if I remembered the version, I would tell all of you, but I do not. And uh, there's points in this game where Yagami's like, man, I don't have the money for that shit. And I'm like, somebody tell this motherfucker about Sky Finance. <laughs> not only that, but like every time he goes, I don't have the money for that. I just look, I like, anytime the cutscene's over, I just look to the top right and go, oh, I did have the money for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just doing so much shit, selling anything that I can get my hands on. And then I'm like, yeah. No, it's funny because like Yagami is the definition of like struggling. In terms of story, but it's like the same. It's like the I same. I mean, he's living in his office. I mean, it's it's the same shit of like Ichiban in Seven, where it's like we're homeless, and you're like, I run the most successful business in fucking Japan. Yeah, I'm not homeless. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's going great. I can't wait to see where it ends up. Are you you're playing this one on the, in the dub, right? Yeah, the dub is great. The dub is really good. 
Um, it's gonna. It's gonna. There's be a hard. lot of voice actors that I recognize too. For me, it's gonna be so fucking hard to like when Gaiden comes out because I want to play it in sub, but at the same time, with the quality that Sega is putting the dubs out, I at least want to do some of it in dub. If Kazuma Kiryu is in the game, I am never playing a goddamn dub. That's fair. Especially now that it's fucking Yang. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really like that guy, do you? No. <laughs> As the that's the English voice yeah. actor. Because in, in, in 7, they brought back the original English voice actor from the first game. And I've seen some scenes of that, and it sounds like... When he has direction, he's pretty good. No, when he has direction, because the, the first game is atrocious. But, uh... Kill this arrogant motherfucker. <laughs> the, That's uh, what Kiryu says? No, That's what this guy that tries to kill Kiryu we, says. We need to show him the dub. It is legitimate gold. Because they didn't match lip flaps like you're supposed to do in an anime or a game. So they were just like, okay, take the Japanese and just modify the words to fit with that. And then there's this one scene where this guy goes, you mother fucker. <laughs> he, has to, he has to stop because the, the, the Japanese doesn't continue until he let you whatever. So they're like, shit, okay. And so there's a lot of those where like someone goes like, don't give me that bullshit. Long ass pause. You fucking Yakuza. <laughs> and you're like, okay, shit. And it's a 2005 dub. So like, I, it, it is it is aggressively of its time, but it does have uh, what's his name? Luke Skywalker is Majima though. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Oh, oh, that's um, one. Yeah, yeah. The first Yakuza game. Yeah. yeah. There's a mod. Uh, you could probably get it to, for Koami One, where they add in the dub back, and you could just play it with the dub. I would love that. Uh, it. But then obviously the added scenes jump right back to Japanese because mm. like all, all the Majima everywhere stuff was never dubbed. But all the stuff that was dubbed is brought back, and it's fucking hilarious. Michael Rosenbaum, the Flash from the Justice League animated series, is is uh, Nishiki. Oh wow! Yeah, it, there's actually some like there's some good uh, John DiMaggio's in there. I uh, think Nishiki's VA in that game is actually one of the best. Oh, the dub part. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, of all of them, like, because I mean, he never shows up except for like a couple of scenes. And then when he does show up, it's just raw shit. Yeah. I, I will say, like, Sega's dub game has gotten so much better. Because even, like, even, not even talking about Yakuza, Persona 4 to 5, the dub is outstanding. Like, so different, varying degrees. Even, yeah. like, OG 4 to Golden 4. It's like, all right, cool. They they are starting to get it. And, like, Persona 5 gets it. Judgment gets it really well. Yakuza 7 nails it really well. Apparently, it's they had trouble dubbing Sonic Frontier's in Japanese. Oh, really? Because it was all written in English by oh, Ian right. Flynn. And they were like, this is too complicated for a Sonic game. We don't understand what he's trying to say. <laughs> that is hilarious to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying Judgment. I knew you would enjoy Judgment. Yeah. It, seemed, it seemed right up your alley. I mean, it is. I got to the... Uh, I mean, everybody should know at this point, I'm a huge Phoenix Wright fan. And I've been replaying Professor Layton recently because I'm finally done with my 3DS. And um, oh yeah, for days he was just he, we would be doing something, hanging out, and it would just be sitting there open. Yeah, I'd have to convert and install all these fucking games, but um, that I own legally, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I get to this part in Judgment, and it's like you see this director of the ADDC, and then um, there's a flashback to when Yagami was still a lawyer. And I'm like, oh shit, we're doing some actual lawyer shit. And then they go to the trial and you have to present evidence and do objections. And I'm like, oh yes, this is what I wanted. 
It was so good. And at one point, he actually, Shintani, the dead guy now, he's like, you want to be some kind of ace attorney? And I was like, he said it! <laughs> he said it! <laughs> so, crossover win. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm... I hope we get a Judgment 3, dude. Like, honestly. We have to. I, Even if it's just fucking Kaito, I'm down. Well, I mean, they, they put them on PC, so clearly they are they're, they've they were able to do something. Uh, but, like, God, those games are so good. I do not want them to end. I agree. What, didn't you say that, because uh, you had told me we're getting, what was it leaked? The, the, the Some of the team members of yeah, 8 um, and then Yakuza minus 1? There was a couple of leaks, and minus 1... I think it was either, it was like a character profile picture for like the um, the UI, where it was either, uh, what's his fucking name? Kuze or... It was either Kuze, Kazuma, or Kashiwagi. One of the three. And then that got taken down immediately. like immediately. And they were like, the caption just said like Yakuza minus one. So I would really love to see that. And then there was one screenshot that leaked that was Ryuji walking around Ijincho with Adachi behind him, and that got nuked out of oblivion, and apparently for a while they were even taking it down on other people's profiles that reposted it. So, fingers fucking crossed. I mean, technically, Dead Souls is kinda canon. I, that's <laughs> what we need on PC. We need Dead Souls Kawami. I'm... That one needs it just because the original game runs at like one frame per hour. Yeah, I that is very bad on its original console. I uh I want to play it though so bad because like Daigo has like a actual really good character in there cuz and that's the only time you ever see him interact with Majima face to face. Well, it's also the fact that the, and this is kind of sad to think about. It was also the first game that Majima is playable in. Yeah. Was that the, is pretty was sad. The, was the zombie spin-off game. Oh, I mean, Zero hadn't come out yeah, yet. Well, Yakuza has a very interesting <coughs> localization bit because it's like the first two or th- the first two games came out in the West. Then they did this Japanese uh, samurai game that has still not been localized. Then three, then three, four came out, and then they didn't get five Dead, for like well, three Dead Souls years came out after of... that, and then because they uh, they also didn't do the PSP games. Like there was a bunch of shit the West didn't get. Mm-hmm. And then Dead Souls came out, and I'm assuming they did they they put that one out because at the time, like everything was a zombie thing. You had all the Call of Duties had zombie modes. Resident Evil was the hottest shit in the world. Well, it was there. They were hardcore trying to market to America with yeah. that one, and uh, it didn't fucking do well at all. And so you go to five, and they just digital only. And it took them like three years, or it was long? it was three years before we even heard anything about yeah. it. So it came out in Japan to like rave reviews. People loved it. Then like the West just had dick for so long. Mm-hmm. And then finally they put it out and they were like, we don't, it is what it is. And then Ishin came out, which didn't get a, a, a release until last year. And then the last, the final push to the West was Yakuza zero and on that, the, the PS4. And everybody was like, this is the tightest shit ever. Well, it, it helped that it was like the best jumping on point. And then from this point forward, it was like, oh, I want more Yakuza. They're like, okay, remake one. Yep. And then they brought six, which, fair they did that for japan and oh still... so one and two kiwami one and two are in the zero engine one Kama- isn't kiwami one is in the zero engine and then kiwami two is in six's engine the dragon engine 
which is what um, Judgment their, also runs on. It's the only game that's not in that is Ishin because they just remade that in Unreal Engine just gotcha. to do it quickly. That one is more in line with like Zero. Yeah. The Dragon Engine though is actually fucking great. The, uh, it, it I mean, now pretty. that they've like perfected it, seemingly Judgment. I would say Lost Judgment is the best thing they fucking did in that in that engine. I mean, I'm every time they come out with a new game, it just gets better and better and better. So I cannot wait to see what Gaiden is like. Lost Judgment. I once you play it, I a hundred percent. With the downside of it doesn't have karaoke, but like that game is like the best. I would Yakuza like to hear game. Yagami do some karaoke at some point. But now that we have Eng- well, th- I think the reason they don't is because of the Japanese actor who does it, and they yeah, probably it's... have to pay a fucking outrageous fee to have him sing. But what about the American VA? Just put it in the American version. <laughs> American only karaoke. American only karaoke. Hey, the Greg- Japanese would be pissed. Greg Chun is a great fucking voice actor. He is, and uh, Yuri Lowenthal was in that as well as the uh, the defendant in the case in the flashback and i was like that's fucking spider-man wait he's uh yeah he's he's the the, the the kid who the the guy that step yeah 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 i forgot because like yeah there, there's so many times in the in the in the dub where i'm like i know who you are they, fucking uh i fucking, also think they oh, reused the, a model in the, that uh, game because you go to that flashback and you meet with that nurse and i was like that's fucking majima's girl Probably because like same hairstyle, yeah. same eyes. The uh, what was the Matt Mercer voices the prosecutor who's like kind of tight with Yagami's girl. Yeah, uh, Yagami's girl. I cannot remember her name. Uh, that's Sharon Lee. So that's Makoto and female V. She she has had little to no bearing on this story so far. Uh, honestly, her whole thing is her and Yagami used to date. Yeah, and she's like pretty good friends with Sayori. Uh, Joe, Z- Joe Zija is uh, Yagami's new replacement guy, the younger uh, attorney dude. Oh, I didn't even that's, that's, put that together. Yeah, that's he, Joe Zija. He was in it a lot just now, and he so far I like him a lot as a character. He's great. I love him. I I'm not gonna lie. There was a point in this game where I was so worried for him, where I'm like, oh, swear to God, if he dies, <laughs> he does seem to be a little bit in over his head. I also really like uh, Hanagawa. The one that always calls uh, Kaito Anaki. He's great because he he tries so hard to be a hard ass, but he's really just a sweetheart. When you when you get to Lost Judgment, they finally have the crew, and like you start to see like this is the this is the gang. I this mean, there, the boys. there was a point in this game where I was like, oh, they're doing like a Yakuza Four thing. Like all the boys are coming together from different walks of life, meeting at this arcade and trying to figure this out yeah. together. Dude, the oh fuck no, I I I fuck I cannot wait for you to find out who the mole is. It's got to be somebody fuck. important. It no, dude, the fucking reveal of the mole is insane. And then like once the reveal happens, you're like, what the fuck? And like immediately Yagami's like, oh, that's a warpath. And <coughs> the I'm gonna the boss fights. Keyword fights multiple. Sorry, bro. Are Fucking, I it's okay. <laughs> it, I, they're I'm, so good. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a prediction out there. Don't say anything. Nobody say anything. But right Don't now, say anything, Matt. I'm on chapter six. My current prediction is that it's Genda Sensei from the law. Get in the comments right now. Don't get the comments. Don't <laughs> let, let me finish it first. <laughs> this isn't gonna come out until you finish the game anyway, so we'll be all right. True, and I'll probably do still that get in the quick. comments. Get the comments. By, by the t- by the time by the you'll finish judgment. And you'll be like, I know who the mole is, but now now we'll be f- finding some mystery in space in Starfield. Yeah. 
Maybe no. I'll finish Judgment and Lost Judgment before. You probably can. It, you're not. You're not doing the early access one, are you? For Starfield. Yeah, because if you get it on, so you have to pre-order the digital deluxe, so like the nine, the hundred dollar edition. No. Or, or do Game Pass and pay thirty bucks to get it early access. No, that's twice as much as Yakuza Gaiden. So I'll, <laughs> I'll be focusing on that. That comes out in November, right? Yeah, it's. You're not gonna. You're not gonna... Touch Starfield? I'm gonna get Starfield. I'm just, just not, not buying the fucking digital deluxe oh, edition oh, yeah. to play just it a day a early. Yeah. Oh, I, I just did a Game Pass and then bought the thirty dollar upgrade to get the 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 early access. So I was like, fuck yeah, thirty bucks to play it a week oh, early. Give me my dubby. Oh no! Oh no! All that genderless energy gone to waste. You just go take a sleeve for ten percent off. That's W.gg. Speaking of a uh, Starfield, how y'all? What's y'all? What's y'all's uh? Where your, where your levels at for Starfield? I'm just so ready to play it. I I rewatched the whole like direct just to be like I want to I want to I want to see it again and I'm it, like it 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 really like makes me really sad that I d- didn't get the Constellation edition. It makes me really sad that all those fucking scalpers. You'll find one for like because once once they're not being scalped and they have to drop the prices down, you can probably find one. Speaking of Starfield, did you guys see that Twitter beef about that guy? What? That ex-developer that was, like, talking about the start screen of Starfield? No. It's the this dumbest guy, shit. This He's... guy worked on WoW and Diablo, and he posted a picture of the Starfield. Two mediocre games. Yeah. Well, I think it's the original ones, which were WoW early, and then... Diablo 2, so the good versions of those games. So he's My got statement stands. <laughs> but he he posted a picture of the Starfield start screen and he was like, what this tells me is that they either didn't care or it was rushed. And it, and it's like, dog, it's a fucking it's space and it's the minimalist kind of NASA style of like there's a logo, start options, whatever. It's like I don't need 15 fucking Things, yeah, th- with a fucking tab for oh, buy the DLC up here. I and down here, it's like buy the currency. It's definitely gonna have that up here. Up click on the top, my dick. On, on the top of it, it has like the like the little boxes. Welcome to Starfield. Thanks for buying it. And I'm assuming that's gonna be where they put season pass or updates. I, or, I can see them the doing update. the like log into your Bethesda yeah. link up here. But like the start screen was like. He's complaining about Star, Star, uh, Starfield. Like, Skyrim's start screen isn't just a solid black screen with the logo, and that's it. I mean, to be fair, it's that super clean. Oh, no, it's a yeah. great logo. The, like, like, I mean, when I, when I see a menu that's way too overly cluttered, I get overwhelmed. And that, that kind of takes me you, out of it. You want to know the, the worst case of that? Call of fucking duty. No. no. All the fucking new Call of Duty games. Holy fuck. Those menus are terrible. Oh my gosh! Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. The, are dude, the so new ones bad. are awful. Where you have to move around a stupid fucking mouse <laughs> cursor at two frames a second. Please, with your that's, that's, I'm sorry, that, Luke, but no, that, that's... I, I'm fucking agreeing with you. That shit is awful. <laughs> it's the absolute worst. I look. I can't think of Destiny I is fine. I, I think Destiny's great. I mean, all the Ubisoft menus are becoming like they that. do that. The Far Cry Five menu was so shitty. All pretty much all of them are like that, yeah. Because even uh, Far Cry Six is the exact same. It's the little cursor. That's what I meant. Six. Yeah, and they like because they, they saw they, Destiny they make you did go it. through like six different things to just not log into your Ubisoft account. The only honestly, it's almost easier just to do it to make an account. To, yeah, to, no, to set up an account than to click through all the no's in the menu. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this to anyone who who is planning to play any Ubisoft game that's like not current. If you play them now, they'll just give you all the Ubisoft rewards because they changed the the reward system. So like, if you get if you get like Ghost nice. Recon Wildlands or Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they'll just be like, oh, if you log in, here's everything. 
that you would have had to like get coins for or whatever, it would just give it to you because we don't we don't support it anymore, or whatever the fuck it is. So yeah, I mean just, even like Black Flag, it was still rough. They've all I hated. The to be fair, they've Black all kind of had like I think even even like early. Well, no, early Assassin's Creed is kind of cool because it's the fucking like Abstergo animus like thing. Like the early ones are cool. Yeah, and then <clears throat> yeah, but I think Black I Flag think, was the start of like kind of like Ubisoft the count. We get should your do. Ubisoft. Sorry. We should do a playthrough of Assassin's Creed Revelations, but only on New Game Plus, so we can play the whole game as Raiden. It's a uh, Brotherhood, but yes, I agree. No, it's in Revelations. It's in Revelations too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah, Raiden from Raiden Metal Gear. <laughs> they, from they Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. What? Yeah, they, it was. Um, if you beat uh, no, so you have to in Brotherhood, you have to beat all the VR missions. I think it's the same in Revelations okay, to unlock a special collaboration skin, which was just Raiden's cyborg skin from Metal Gear Four. As a thing you can run around in. Speaking and, of Raiden, the voice actor. I've been riding some. Never mind. <laughs> the voice actor is going to be at Multicon. Hell Quinn, yeah. Yeah, dude. Quinn Flynn? Yeah. Let's fucking go. Who's also like Final Fantasy. He's, yeah, he's Kingdom Reno, Hearts Reno, and Axel. Axel. Yeah. That'd be one. And yeah. apparently, wasn't he also the voice of Sonic? No, he's probably been in. Is that Sonic. the one that I said? No, it that was Silver. Silver. Silver, yeah. sorry. Silver from 2010 to 2017. I read the brochure. Yeah, fucking wild. So, and that's only so, stif- sixty-five bucks for three days. Hey, please, Multicon, give us those press passes, baby. That's one. If we, we could get. interview Quentin Flynn, I'd come my pants. <laughs> that that's wasn't the- he also the original Wolfwood? Probably. Yeah, actually, that might be what he. I need to check. I, I want to check his IMDb because that that's going to dictate. They Obviously, you and me are going to be like- But I feel like it's so like such a small con. Yeah. Yep. I'll just email him again. I mean, even if we have to, oh I, yeah, I yeah. don't mind. It's, just it's paying more. Again. Oh, it's not about the paying or not paying. I'd happily pay. It's more about trying to be able to get into like get panels and panels and things like that yeah. to film. Yeah. I mean, hey, if if worse, if it comes push comes to shove, we can go to the office the day that it starts and be like, hey, can we get some press passes just to film? Mm-hmm. Some shit for our channel, and I think they would probably be like, "Okay, yeah." I, I mean, they have like two other podcasts that are like on the guest list at the very bottom, and they're like very minor. Um, that could be us. I know. I once I get once we do the Gundam episode, I'm gonna reach out to uh, MTAC, MTAC, and do, see if I could do. Uh, I I could probably do two. I could probably do intro to Gunpla and intro to Gundam anime. Gunpla 102. Do what gun uh, intro to Gunpla? I could do now. Yeah. Now, I I'd love to just have the presentation that I'm gonna give to you guys, and just reuse that. It would that would be fun for us to like help out with, just to help set up and stand by. Kind yeah, of bring shoot. my models and stuff like that. Yeah, set up a little table for people to view. Yeah, That'd I cool. I want to do like uh, if if we get big enough to do it, I want to like just do a recording, like almost like like set up a table, be like, hey, uh, like like get a booth. At MTAC or somewhere. How much and was Taylor's? Of, Sorry, no good. Uh, I don't, I don't know if she actually paid to do it. I think she signed up, and they were like, "All right, you're on the list." But I mean, there is cost in it for setting up and getting supplies and things like that. So I'm, I'm not totally sure, but it would be awesome if we could set up a booth and then have a little thing behind it to record people that come up to the booth, just do little, like Spend five it. minute interviews. Yeah, that would go. <laughs> Um. So you can play Raiden, Raiden. Yep. 
in uh, Seth's Creed. It, well, it's Ezio's face and then Raiden's body. It's like an outfit. What? You, can get, yeah. you don't get the eye? Well, this is all before. <laughs> What's that up game. with his eye? <laughs> How does that work? This is, it I'm, doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> immediately after. It cuts his eye very, out. It very much out. doesn't matter. Where's his eye? <laughs> what happened to his eye? <laughs> what, about the, what about the eye, though? I can't wait for people to see that Let's Play. I can't wait for people to see any of them. The fuck, our, us losing our shit at the fucking like driving one for the rouge bit was fucking gold. So good. That was. I could edit all of those. Two weeks, baby. Hell yeah, that brother. is true. Yeah, we had two weeks. If you need help with it, let me know. I, want, I would I, love. I, that. Yeah, That's actually, yeah, I want to like learn how to do it. Yeah, I've been wanting to learn how to do the video. Maybe stuff like myself. on Monday night, you come spend the night, and then uh, Wednesday night. Hell yeah, yeah. Because you have Tuesday, Thursdays off. Mm -hmm. and yep, there it is. Um, I mean, we said this before, but it's such a good year for gaming, and at least like this quarter, like half this quarter a year. is insanely. We, we go all okay. Hasbro has made more off of Baldur's Gate than they Hasbro? said. Than they than they will that they predicted. Than they will ten years worth of movies. Oh my god! Which Holy includes fuck. Transformers. I mean, to be shit, fair, dude. that the movies are shit now. So, but, but I mean, but they yes, still like, are like, you have you to know, still make a shit. What do you mean money. now? <laughs> well, in, in in the sense that no one's going to the theater to like care, because like it's Age of Extinction made a billion dollars. Well, the, I mean, so, I like, feel like the what is Beast Wars? That didn't they didn't do well. Beast Wars. It still didn't do well though. I mean, they they fucking. They promoted the shit out of promoted the shit out. Well, because it was the same every ad on Instagram and TikTok was for that. Because that was the one that they were like, it was the Bumblebee team, so not Michael Bay. It was the guys who did Bumblebee, which that was a decent movie. I actually like Bumblebee. I enjoy Bumblebee. Decent. Well, this thing is like it was better than the last four Transformers. I'll tell you my favorite, you know, sentient car movie. Is uh, Herbie fully loaded? Herbie fully loaded <laughs> with uh, who was it? Uh, which I Hillary feel... Duff? No, no, the crack uh, Amanda Bynes or no, no, uh, Lizzie McGuire. No, it's not her. No, uh, it's she had red hair. Uh, uh, she was in Freaky Friday. She was in Parrot Trap. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, and the other actually, it's not a movie, but it was a TV show, and then they tried to reboot it, and it was dope, and it only was like one season. But Knight Rider, that's my favorite sentient car. It's uh, my favorite sentient car is the car in that corridor digital short, uh, <laughs> where they do the anime drift thing, and he has to like, he dies yeah. drifting or some shit. My yeah. favorite sentient car is the one from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is actually really fucking good. I love that movie. I, that movie's so fun. I to saw watch. this uh, TikTok. I, I my it. favorite is Mater from Cars. God. <laughs> Remember when Larry the Cable Guy was like everybody's favorite thing? Was, <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> but um, dude, yeah, Baldur's Gate is, cra it's so interesting because, like, I'm not a big turn-based game, and it's not even like the story in this. Like, I don't care that I got little like larva in my head and I have to save. Like, I don't understand. I think it, I think it's the RPG shit. It's the choice and consequence bit. It, it's the idea of like, because like that's why people love New Vegas so much. Like, you compare it to Fallout 3 or Fallout 4, and, like, the amount of, like, decision-making and world-building you have. But Vegas has a good story. 
it has a great story, but like it's the idea that like I can go in and the really fact focus that that on that story, story can go in so many different directions. I think is why it's still... in, in a game that you can just talk the final boss down and not fight him. There you go. Like you can meet whatever the fucking le- legate legionnaire dude in his big gold armor, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking destroy who are damn," and you'd be like, "How about you don't?" And I did goes, that once Shit. for the exp, and then I killed him anyway. <laughs> like, but I mean, like, well, and see, the other thing you, you is like, so this too. stuff is so well, yeah, but I. Well, that's a little same. Bit. It's the same team, same. Well, yeah, style. and I did like it, but at the same time, I didn't like playing that solo. And this, I, I mean, I already. I mean, this is also combined with like D and D. Well, there were like four other campaigns that I'm you know started with other people, but I I have like like sixty two hours in it, and I haven't even finished the first act. Damn. So probably like forty hours in, and I haven't. Apparently, Act Three is where like most of the bugs and like some problems are showing. But they've already put out, like, two updates so far. They said, uh, the most recent update, even they've said, don't download it if you if you haven't already, because it fucks up. Yeah, the Hotfix uh, 4, but then, the, like, yeah. I think the next day, they, yeah. they put out a It was patch. very fast, yeah. yeah. It's awesome that they're so on top of it. Well, like, people are, like... Well, like, the thing is, like, the, the, the spells, like, Eldritch Blast is... Visually <sighs> stunning for being a top-down So it does, like, this red, like, lightning, like thing and then it does this this like you know when you like burn plastic and it has the black smoke that wisps away it has like a little like after effect like way after the spell has been cast like a second after and it just wisps the black away from like oh it's so good like the spells look so insane I'm very excited to play it on which by the way when when uh when Baldur's Gate comes out on PS5 I'm probably gonna take my PS5 back (laughs) that's fine I'm not playing it yeah it's fair uh but Guess I won't play Final Fantasy. You don't have time to play Final Fantasy. And I got uh, two weeks, motherfucker. You've got Armored Core and Starfield <laughs> and That's Berserk true. and Berserk. Yeah, you will be fine. You'll play Final I'm Fantasy. So at some point. excited for Starfield. At this point, honestly, I just I wish Final Fantasy would just come out on PC already. It's gonna come out sometime. So oh, I feel like that'll be just when you fully go. Deck. Yeah, yeah. That's probably gonna be when you fully finish it. Probably. So I fully get that, but uh. I, I'm I'm very excited to play Baldur's Gate on my PS5 because I'm I'm getting on the point now where it's like it runs on the Steam Deck pretty well, but it is not like even Cyberpunk runs better than Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is fucking like CPU. I have intense. I have a, yeah. a great PC, and it even it's like ch- apparently it's chugging on some PCs. Like it, for whatever this game, the closest analog. I mean, it looks to- great, and I mean my PC's fine. I mean I can run it on Ultra. Yeah, but when I see you know my little like stats of my thing. And that, how much the that game my, is... My CPU is running at 99... Or my GPU is running at 99. It's like... Dang. It's like... Even with like a, a 3080. It's like... Speaking of Baldur's Gate... I've been really into TCG shit lately because... The pre-release just happened for that new Disney one, Lorcana. <laughs> and uh, trying to find those fucking cards for the pre-release was like pulling teeth. Like... People are scalping the shit out of them and these are like actual like stores... So fuck all that. I'll wait until the first when it all hits. Well, like you, you were telling us, was it this weekend? Last this past weekend? Yeah, it was this last weekend. This one store was supposed to have like an event where well, it somebody was like, told you, yeah, yeah, you you could have paid to get in, and then however many rounds you won, you would win more product for the card game based on that. And then I called the store, and they were like, yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then I found another store that was going to be selling it, kind of close by in Columbia here. And I was like, hey, I'm just trying to get some of the starter decks to play with my friends. Um, how much are you guys selling like product for? And they were like, well, the starter decks vary. 
because some of them are better than others. But we're selling packs for fifteen a pop. Fuck and I was off. like, you can fucking eat my ass for $15 a pack. <laughs> so I'm just going to go to Walmart on the first and get shit at retail. Um, but you guys talking about Baldur's Gate made me think of those magic cards. They they have Baldur's Gate collaboration cards, I guess. I don't know when they came out, but there's there's cards for all of the all companions. companions. Yeah, Because Carlac, Asterian, Will... Uh, Zarel or Lazelle, Lazelle. Shadowheart, all of them. They have. There's cards. like three more. So yeah. they've done that now and Lord of the Rings. But apparently they're going off the fucking deep end now, and just doing every collaboration they can get their hands on because Final Fantasy Magic cards are coming out. Oh, let's fucking go! About to collect some Magic cards, baby. I can't. I've I've desperately wanted the Junji Ito illustrated ones that mm. they made, but fuck, I cannot do Magic. I'm not, I'm only gonna like, get the. You've tried playing. I've tried it and I just I can't get it. It's too complicated for my little dumb monkey brain. It's Pokemon, huh? It's Pokemon. If you've if you've ever played the Pokemon TCG, it's exactly the same shit. It is not the same shit. No, it, it's that you have the the mana cards, which are energy cards. You've got your Pokemon, which are the monster stuff. But then the only difference is you have uh the the like leader card, which is like the one that like that's the player technically, and so that's what you're going to attack. Okay, well that it's it's hard when there's different terminologies for every card game well, yeah. for me cuz Lorcana, I've seen people play it and it looks exactly like Pokemon. It looks like a combination of like Pokemon and that old this is a deep cut but the Kingdom Hearts card game from the early 2000s. I mean they they own that. So, yeah, and I can't wait to see some collaboration cards cuz I know they own, will. A, you have a like a lot of TCG stuff. Well, I have a fuckload of Pokemon, and then I have um, some Zelda trading cards. Have you cards. ever played Pokemon? Yeah, I used to play it online all the time because I. Would you teach me? Yeah, it's pretty easy. I can I can bring I have a couple decks, so I could bring a couple over and we could. Do you have any Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I, I used time. to, but then I was you like, do? yeah, I've got full decks that are uh, viable. I don't know how vi- current viable, but I've built some. Dude, let's I've got an bring L- them over. Let's have a little TCG night. I've got a blue eyes deck, a red eyes deck, elemental hero deck. I want, uh, and, and not not an Exodia deck. I had one. Uh, I have the. It's just not the pot God. of greed and the five pieces of Exodia. Well, no, they have like specific cards. Like it, the whole point is trying to get Exodia, so the five pieces. If that doesn't work. Then you now have to get Exodia Necros, which is like, well, in the graveyard, if you can remove from play those, Necros becomes like the strongest bitch on the field, and you can just start ransacking. And then they have Exodia the Exalted One, which is like, sacrifice the five pieces to bring him out, and it's like a whole thing. So yeah, if if the opponent pretty much fucks your, fucks you to get the five pieces, it's like, well, fine, fuck you. I want to yeah, put out contingencies yeah. for not being able to do. There's that. like a shit ton of contingencies too, and then a bunch of a bunch of like. Uh, cards that are about like bringing stuff back from the graveyard and like moving shit around. So it's like still trying to get the five pieces. But if that's not gonna work, you just be like, "Fuck it." Here's Necros. I told Lee that because he he's big into magic and has built a lot of decks, and I want him to teach I would, me. I would like to actually because I I had magic cards for a while. I might still have one deck. Uh, it's not currently viable, but that's one thing I'll say about magic. They do sell a lot of pre-built decks that you can play with, which is nice. I'd like to, yeah, just try it. I think it'd be fun to, like, us try to learn it. Did you ever get into Hearthstone? I played it at Joey's house quite a few times, and I really enjoyed it. I couldn't get into it. I mean... I, I tried. The thing, the thing with online I mean, card games... The, I, like, oh, sorry. I was gonna say with online card because even, like, Gwent, I just, like, I don't give a fuck. And same with, like, uh, 
like Hearthstone. Um, what the fuck was the other one that came out? Uh, uh, Knights of the Republic, uh, Pijack, the fucking other thing. I can't get into them because for me, it's like if I don't have them in my hands, like doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just I'm way less likely to like read rule, a rule set on my controller. I was never good at Gwent. Where I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like if if you're not like legitimately showing me the ropes like turn by turn I'm not gonna fucking care cause like Pijak is like here's the rule set and I'm like fuck that I'm not reading all that just to maybe learn it same with yeah. Gwent where they go play Gwent and they kinda teach you like two moves and go figure it out and I'm yeah like, and I was like I always lost always I'll, I'll, well, cause I, and I'm like I'll find Gwent cards and I'm like I don't give a fuck so I'll just be like caught like in my inventory, and I'm just like, what? I don't need any of you. There's like tutorials on how to like build the best Gwent decks. Well, by, it, what, like, what's funny is they have they like, did. You got to go to this person, then this. There's just like quests, quest lines just for Gwent stuff. Just to play a card game. There, there's they had a Gwent standalone game that then got turned into the Thronebreaker Tales or whatever the fuck, which was that like lore heavy Witcher like uh, the world of P-Town. the Witcher thing, and uh, it. The the combat of that is Gwent, and I'm like that's wild to me. Okay, I've probably cross. No, I I honestly I w- I would love to see you if you like Baldur's Gate. I think you would enjoy Dragon Age Origins, because that's the closest to Baldur's Gate that any game has gotten. Really? Well, because it, it's still the I se- got it's like still three quarters of the way through Inquisition. In- Inquisition is more action heavy. Like um, when I say like Origins is a CRPG, so it's auto it's like it plays like they're auto attacking but you're doing all the abilities you're moving people around it's not turn-based like Baldur's gate but it's that same vibe of like it is a traditional like computer rpg with the like presentation of like mass effect and what Baldur's gate does where it's cutscene heavy with like you know characters actually like the camera's looking at them not just like you know divinity is like top down ah oh, these two are talking and you just get like the little character thing and they're you know, dialogue where it's actual cinematic in terms of its storytelling, not just you're going through a bunch of, you know, dialogue. So I, th- yeah. I think you'd enjoy that. It is old, but I think it's worth it. Like Dragon Age Origins is fucking great. When did it come out? 2009. Okay. It is the, ironically, it's the best one. Two was, I love two, but it is not good. Uh, and then Inquisition is like a, a good middle ground between the two because two decided they they had to go action so like you have an action button that's like this is your main attack and you're holding down the trigger to do like all your different abilities. There's so, a game that I like always forget about, but then I, I kind of was fond of it. I just didn't you know. There's probably another game that I was like ah, I'd like this more, but when I had my PlayStation Three back at home, I it was like a game on PlayStation for free, uh, Dragon's Dogma. Oh fuck! Yeah, I when BJ gets back in here, we need to talk about that because that game is fucking great. It is, it is the. It's from it's from the Devil May Cry devs, because Hideaki Itsuno, who did three, and four, was like, I want to make a a like full RPG, but let's more action combat. And he was, and then Dragon's Dogma showed up, and that game is fucking great. The fact, the fact that you just were like, yeah, I had on like PlayStation Plus for free, and I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, the game's great. They're they're coming out with a two. Dragon's Dogma Two is their next game, and I'm very excited for it. I think you'd enjoy it because it's very dark fantasy heavy. Mm-hmm. The combat is more action oriented, where like you have your heavy light attacks, all of your abilities. You can jump on an enemy, 
grab them and like attack like weak points so if like you're fighting a chimera and the snake tail is its weak point you jump on the thing's back and go to the snake and slash at it or you aim at it with the magic or whatever or maybe it was a demo because i was like i never was never played the full game and i don't know why so if it was the demo i can understand that because i think the demo was like the tutorial bit and then like a section later so I I think that game's great, and like when they when they re re release it with Dark Arisen, which was like all the DLC and like they added fast because it didn't have fast travel at first, which was a fucking nightmare. But then they added like fast travel and a bunch of other shit, and you're like, okay, this game actually functions as a game. It's fucking great. Yeah, I I love that game. I'm very excited for two. But uh, when is that supposed to come out? 2024, possibly. I have, we I don't think they gave like a concrete date or window. They just said we're developing it. It's coming. Do we uh speaking of DLCs, do we know if or when uh Tears of the Kingdom DLC is going to come out? They haven't said anything about it yet. I wouldn't be shocked if it if it I uh, could see them doing it, the Game Awards thing again. Well, cuz we're supposed to get the Switch 2 next year. Do you think they're going to do that for the Game Awards or I don't know. Cuz Xbox released there like they said, "Hey, here's a Series X. It's coming at the Game Awards." So I wonder if Nintendo does that. Or they do like a... I think Nintendo is wary of announcing a console at a big presentation like that because the Wii U happened and nobody fucking bought it. They do the Switch where they drop a trailer explaining everything that it is and then they do a big presentation about it. Like a Direct? Well, it, it wasn't even like a Direct. It was like a their own stage presentation just talking about games that are coming to Switch, all these developers they have on board, kind of like a pitch just for the console essentially. It was what they that, had to do, because, like, there was, like, no love for Nintendo after the Wii U. Like, people were like, this next console's gonna fucking suck. Nintendo fans were, like, hopeful, but, like, most people were kind of just wrote them off. It was like, they're... Because there was a legitimate, like, fear that, like, they're gonna have to start selling their IPs and get out of the console market. Like, there was a legit fear of, like, Nintendo's N not gonna make another console. Nintendo has so much money, though. Like, they could have Year of Luigi every year for, like, a hundred years and yeah. still be fine. Yeah, like, they, they can... Well, it also helps that, uh, did you see... They're like, near? What? Did you say near? I said Year of Luigi. Oh, Year. I thought you said Near and Luigi. Near and Luigi. What a crossover. <laughs> That's the next mobile crossover. <laughs> Mario characters. That would be f fucking fire. <laughs> so Mario and rabbits, it's Mario, Mario and Nier. <laughs> the um, all the toads are dying around them. <laughs> That's the intro to Galaxy. All these toads are getting encased in crystal and just dying because war is happening. And Mario's running around going wahoo. And then Mario and Luigi partners in time. They all get like turned into aliens. Fucking Mario series weird. Speaking of that, Charles Martinet no longer the voice of Mario. Yeah, which was the way, shocking the and way sad. they fucking worded that, by the way. Did you see the original like tweet thing and they go, Charles Martinet has been the voice of Mario for over and I'm like, Is he dead? Yeah. And then like it goes by and goes, He'll be he'll be stepping down and he's now the ambassador for Mario and I'm like, Oh thank God. The new voice, Chris Pratt. Oh god. If they put Chris Pratt as the Mario voice in the games, I'll be pretty Apparently upset. apparently Charles Martinet is not Mario for Mar for Wonder. So the new game. So they already have a new actor. But well, from what I've seen old? of Wonder... Yeah, he's like 60, almost 70, I think. Yeah, he's old as fuck. He's been doing it since Mario 64. So, he's yeah, he's been doing it for years. And I think it... it I'm glad they're not just, like, firing him and getting a younger dude. They like they were like, hey, you're, like, the ambassador. He's going to be the one going to places talking about Mario and being, like, the face of Mario, I guess. 
So I I'm hoping I'm hoping that he shows up and like directs and stuff when they announce like a new Mario game. I'd love that. And he's the one talking about it. Have him like present the Mario games from yeah. now on. That'd be awesome. I think yeah. Have him be the face of Mario, and like yeah, you can have someone else be the voice actor. But like that's Charles Martinet. That's my boy. That's the guy. You know. Yeah. So I'm actually excited for that Mario game. It looks it looks interesting. New art style, which I'm all, all the about. art style is very appealing, and then the. The animations on the movements look very good as the well. The gameplay, the weird gameplay changes are going to be interesting to try to go through. Because that's like the best part about Mario is like trying to get your best time. If we can figure out Switch Capture before that game comes out, I think that would be a good one for us to do three-player co-op on. That and Sonic. Because Sonic, yeah. Sonic Superstars would be super fun to go through. Definitely. Other than anything else I've been playing, because I, I decided, because uh, I was like, I'm super hyped for Starfield. It's the same shit with FF16, except there's no demo for me to to, to just keep playing, so I'm like, I just need something to scratch the itch. So, uh, 37th Skyrim playthrough started, like, three <laughs> days ago. Already level 11, and I'm I'm all in on... Have you touched Baldur's Gate at all? I, I'm going to wait for the PS5. The, Switch, the Steam Deck is fine, but, like, it's I'm getting to the point where I'm like, this is unbearable. Like, Dang. I'm getting dizzy looking at it. So I'm gonna wait for the PS5 because it'll at least run like 60 frames and like look good on a TV. So I'm gonna wait for that. But uh, Skyrim's great. Holy shit! Like I, it's getting me excited though for for uh, Starfield because Starfield looks like it's going to be more like Oblivion in terms of its leveling system and like the stats and shit. Which I'm all for because Skyrim and Fallout 4 are less of the role playing as- aspect like. You're not really do like there's not like a orc like if you pick orc right you don't get a lot of options to be like as an orc like yo fuck off step step aside I'll fucking beat the shit out of you, you like you don't get any of those race bonuses it's mostly just like hey orcs can go berserk and dark elves are immune to fire and like it's that thing where there's no like role playing for it yeah uh but holy shit is it f- like the the amount of x ex- like again not doing much main story shit I'm just walking around having yeah. quest hit me. Yeah, I got, that's, I, that's the only way to play. I was, I'm walking around, I've got like full, and I'm doing the anniversary edition, so I got all the creation club shit included with it, so there's more armor I've never seen before. So I'm walking around in this like sick-ass armor, big hefty sword, because I'm not, fuck, I'm not, fuck that stealth shit. I'm no pussy. And uh, some Dark Brotherhood guy just shows up saying, hey, I got, I got, uh, your name's on this piece of paper, I gotta kill you, and I was just like, hat, and just one shot. I'm, like, power attack, like, fucking, he got that bitch got cut in half, and I'm like, yo, I'm, this is great, fucking love this. Cause I'm playing as an orc, I'm doing all like just big like strong, all my all my shits in heavy armor and two handed weapons, and I'm now starting to put stuff into other things. So I'm like, let me let me try doing like speech stuff. So let me be like a smart orc, very charming orc, <laughs> and it's great. I fucking love this game. It's and it's getting me more hype for Starfield because now I'm like in my head I'm thinking like. Oh, what, I don't want to build my character in Starfield. Like I'm, I'm like when I was watching the trailer again, I paused it to look at all the like backgrounds, and I'm like, all right, do I want parents or do I want alien do DNA? Do I want parents or gay? <laughs> What's it like? Do I want to have parents? Do I want to have alien DNA? Do I want to be a chef? I'm like, there's fucking choices, man. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the adoring fan. I'm gonna, I'm that's gonna be one of the perks because I just need, I need that annoyance. Just, to, I, I want. Because He's fucking what, dead on sight. Well, no, I'm gonna let him like live for a bit, and then finally, this one time, I'll be like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> like, I I want I want it to like in my head. I'm gonna come up with like a whole storyline of just like, 
like just in like once he once he goes too far, it's like, hey man, really want I really need you with me on this mission. And he's like, oh, I'm so excited. And then as a just gun out, just ready to fucking shoot him in the head. Hey, just step into this little airlock for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the airlocks, the way that they dispose of dead bodies in Alien is fucking hilarious. They put them like they wrap up the body. And then they put it, like, on this table in the airlock. And then it, like, fires out of a fucking cannon out of the back of the ship and just flips into nothingness. It was like... (laughs) Big explosion. You think think we're going to get anything like that in uh, Starfield? Like, they haven't shown any alien, like, really big alien life, but you think you're going to, like, find... There's going to be alien references. You know there is. Well, do you think we're going to get to, like, a space station... That's like abandoned, and there's like some alien in there, like something, and you're like have to find it, but it's finding you, and it's like it's basically just somebody went like, I fucking really love Alien. I want there to be that. There's got to be shit like that, especially with all the docking on ships and everything. That honestly, the ship combat's the thing I'm most excited about. It does look really good. Like going from like just because like the fact that also I can smuggle shit. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to see just the amount of shit that I can do. The, the companion, because apparently there's 20 named companions. Four of them are, can be important to your story, because they're part of Constellation, the, like, main story shit. Unlike, because you played Fallout 4, like, you can have, like, Piper, Curry, and all them. Mm-hmm. They're not important to the story, and you can, they can kind of just be whatever. Apparently this one, they're like, no, we've made four of them story relevant, so that if you, like, romance them or become friends with them, they will input that into the story. And I'm like, good. That's dope. Uh, but then they have 20 just named companions you can bring along and do whatever with and I'm like good nice I'm I'm very excited for that because I want to like build the team like be like some some Star Trek bullshit right where it's like I'm sitting in the cockpit you got like the boys navigating you got somebody on like the fucking workbench making weapons and shit I'm just fucking excited for this game it's, man it's gonna be the perfect game I apparently the people who have been playing it the someone leaked that they're like it still has bugs but holy shit, this is the most pristine Bethesda game that's ever released. And I'm like, oh, I mean, fuck. to like, well, apparently like, bugs are like, especially when you like, you only have X amount of playtesters and then you have somebody who's like, what if I put like 50 million C4 in a corner and blow it up? Well, that's, that's the biggest problem. You know, like, it's like New Vegas, the amount of fucking bugs you can do just because you can get weird with it. Yeah, well, it's, I'm saying it's yeah. like, once you start getting a player base of millions, you know, hundreds of thousands well, of people, it's that, like, Obviously, shit's gonna come. That's up. apparently one of their biggest things, and this is isn't confirmed. It's been like rumored, but Microsoft got played like a QA team, like they not Xboxes. Microsoft got a QA team together to do it, so they've had like people, like more, like probably triple digits of people playing this game, bug testing it, doing all the shit to make sure it's good because I it ha like it has to be good mm-hmm. at the very least. It has to rock like an eighty five or above like review scores or or it's like Xbox is going to be like yeah in a lot of trouble cuz this game like Redfall happened and didn't do well uh like Halo Infinite is shitting the bed I mean, constantly yeah. like they there hasn't really been a good like really solid first party title really ever since they got since like they bought all these studios yeah cuz like all their stuff like oh Outer Worlds but that was bought pre that, that was made pre the deal with Obsidian Oh, but Psychonauts 2 also pre-deal with them and, like, all this stuff. So they've been getting, like, extra shit. But I I hope it's... I hope it just nails it, dude. Yeah. Well, 
Sorry about that. I was watching the Sonic Frontiers trailer. The one you've already seen? No. The new <laughs> one? That, that, so that was Sonic Superstars. This is Sonic Frontiers, the game that already came out. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they put out a, a new story trailer. Because they had the final free update, which adds new story bits, new playable characters, and all this stuff. Kind of makes it seem like they're going to make Eggman playable. They already confirmed it's the three and then Sonic. But I kind of hope that it's like Sage or Eggman get like something. Yeah, I, I can see like a, a mini game kind of thing with those two. Instead of a fishing mini game, there's a hacking mini game with Eggman, and he's like, You got to do with all this shit. You got to hack it with the mean bean machine. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? It's a fucking What's like that? grid. Like... It's Puyo Puyo. When it first came out in America, they were like, Nobody's going to buy this. We got to put Sonic in it. So they made Puyo Puyo into Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. What is Puyo Puyo? It's a puzzle game, kind of like Tetris. Okay. And uh, you have to drop these little things, and you got to match the colors. But, uh, yeah, they just changed it to Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And then in Sonic Mania, <laughs> one of the stage's bosses, you have to fight him in the Mean Bean Machine and match up the little things. It's hilarious. Well... Have we have we put out any of the the filmed episodes yet? Nope. Next week, baby. Hell yeah. When's 16? the second Nate Zilla coming out? Oh, I I think we should wait a bit. So do a film one, then do Nate Zilla, then. Oh, I was gonna say like, in like a month or something. Oh, okay, yeah. I'd be super down for that, especially since we don't have any other guests lined up. Yeah, we could probably how many how many backups do we have? Like recorded two two. And then the one we did, so three. Yeah, because we yeah we have two filmed filmed video ones. Yeah, and then the late night delirious really gay one we did. Yeah, it was shockingly gay. I don't want to know. I you have to know. I have to title it because I want it to be called the mystery of Matt's sexuality. What? We talk about you a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Look, Matt, we're just listen to the episode, right? I will. I'm curious. Bye, curious. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, take it sleazy. <laughs> <laughs>